Hey guys, welcome to the shoes. <laughs> Not professional at this. At all. I'm using my new mixer, my new toy, and I just mixed that in on the mixer. With sorry, I'm just giggling to myself. I'm Alex Whiteley. Welcome to the shoes with biscuit. Um, and uh, today I'm joined with uh, a guy whose work you may be familiar with if you if you live in Shrewsbury. <laughs> and you have eyes it's aaron child who made the uh beautiful it's made you made so many amazing stuff by the way oh, thanks man uh but the the christmas uh video that you made for original shrewsbury was it was just so emotionally brilliant so first of all i'll straight off like i love i love that so oh, well that's, done that's nice you're making me blush <laughs> <laughs> i know some people aren't very good with compliments i know i'm not brilliant with it when people yeah. are like oh, i love your show man i love that stuff i'm kind of like <clears throat> thanks man. i know yeah what do you say yeah gotta gotta stay humble <laughs> <laughs> how are you man you good i'm good yeah um yeah great good times january it's uh it's a nice kind of month for me it's I think the older you get, the sort of longer January becomes. <laughs> it is long, yeah. I mean, for the last couple of years, I try and put January into just like, just chill a bit because December is usually crazy. Because I love, I love Christmas um, for Christmas films. So I make a bunch. Yeah. And then I'm worn out. And then I just chill, reflect, just, yeah, drink a lot of coffee, <laughs> stay in the warm. It's meant to be one of those um, sort of times of years where you're supposed to sort of really go for it you know this is the year what we're gonna have oh yeah but like the beginning of um of january this year i was kind of like <laughs> <laughs> the know. first week i was just kind of like i just don't i've got no energy you know get up and go then the second week me and amy uh, who's my amazing new co-host who's not here today um but yeah. we had a meeting um and we just planned everything from now right up until august right. just 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 events alone never mind there's the superstar guests we need to, need to get on so you had that sort of little burst oh yeah <laughs> you guys are man shrewsbury is one of those places that has something to offer well, shropshire shrewsbury shropshire wherever it is it's got something to offer in every single little crevice of every single oh totally oh. man yeah, yeah there's something about shrewsbury like there's so many it's just a good creative like hub in there there's everybody it's, getting, it's becoming more and more creative yeah. i mean since i started doing the biscuit right up until now there seems to be more especially more young people coming out that are making yeah creative stuff well just being able to like actually get it out there and like i think um you, you're seeing it around the town like um, there's all these artists that have been around for a while but you just like those post is it, what are they those box telephone boxes with yeah all the, 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 the bt boxes bt yeah. boxes they're fantastic yeah. and it just i think that's a good thing like those people in the town have just been like wow like there are some cool artists and it's like all these different kinds of styles but it's everywhere you know the amount of like talented tattoo artists too, that kind of thing. It's just like tattoo artists. Man, I, mean, I mean, it's cool. Tattoo art is something for me. I mean, we spoke to uh, Jess from Vanitas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Parade. She's lovely. She's really. In fact, we need to catch up with her. I, I feel like like tattoo artists. Um, they do this thing that seems so scary to me. You you mess up, and that person's got on the body yeah. almost for the rest <laughs> of their life. They got to, you know, uh, cover it up, whatever. But like you, you, you've they've got you've got their sort of such a huge responsibility. Yeah, it's pretty you scary, know. right? Yeah. Not for me. So, um, Aaron, where do you, where do you hail from? Are you, are you from Shropshire originally? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Grew up in Telford uh, for a little bit, then oh. then uh, moved to, to the little woodland area of Ponsbury. Oh, nice. I was there for most of my life. Yeah, uh, we. I was in. Um, I lived in, in Telford for many years. Um, yeah. Yeah, we lived in Dawley. Um, but it was yeah. o opposite that park with the graffiti art on the, um, yeah, on the garage. Um, and it was quite nice. It was quite quiet, actually. Um, but Kaz got family in Shrewsbury, so we, we moved here. And I just fell in love with the place. I came here and it just... Yeah. It's like, I, I always explain the, the first time. When we came here, it was the... We came here in, uh, just before the, the, the huge snowstorms, the, the beast from the east, whatever it's called. Yeah, you know? oh God, yeah. And um, I remember walking through Greyfriars and there's that metal bridge in Greyfriars, beautiful, and I yeah. felt, I was just, oh, the love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just felt it's, right. it's so photographically beautiful. Oh yeah, everywhere you look. Yeah. It's gorgeous, yeah. Um, what is your, what is your, um, is, uh, you make a lot of beautiful videos, yeah. right? Um, is that your only skill set? Have you got so many different creative things that you can play around with? Because uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, what I've been doing for ten years yeah. mainly as my my main kind of job. Yeah, my only job. And how do honest. you get, how do you get into that? How, how, you know, in your mind, uh, are you do you suddenly like I want to make movies? Yeah. Well, I didn't know I wanted to do it until uni. Like I thought I wanted to do musical theatre. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what I was uh, I was thinking. I went, I did this uni course in Cardiff that was performance and media so it's the most broad thing 
you just do whatever you want, basically. And I just, I remember making a film just for fun and being like, yeah, I get this. I get how to like tell a story with this, this, everything kind of clicks and connects and is ace. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an e not the easiest thing to do, especially with short videos. Um, yeah. Shorts. I mean, uh, we're working with um, Gareth from Rockin' Horse Studios at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, media, Rockin' Horse Media, should I get it right? Um, <laughs> they're making a TV pilot called Karen. Um, and um, I've been going to the auditions and getting to know these people. Mm. Uh, young director Luke Allen, you know, uh, the horses and biscuits stuff we've been doing has been pretty cool because it's been telling this story mm. from a very interesting narrative because we started right from the very beginning and people are seeing the auditions. They're seeing like the, like the main actress that plays Karen has stepped away for a bit now. So they're looking for a new character. So we're just getting involved in this stuff. Yeah. But like I'm learning more about sort of like how they write, how they put these things together. But that's yeah. for a long hour long 40 minutes long episode like but with short stuff mm. it's, it's got to be That's quick it. it's crazy sharp the world at the moment i mean the, most of what you see is is you know the tiktok vibe videos uh, which yeah. is you know there's already a trend there there's already a formula you know there's either a dance or a you know a funny little thing you do and then mm. you, you just copy it and use the music that's there so there's like a lot of stuff you're seeing is it's it's just the way it is, isn't it? It's just repetitive. It's um, got to be quick. You got to yeah. grab someone with it. Mean, it's just the trend, but then it dies off in a in a week or whatever. But um, to actually produce a proper TV show or you know a pilot like these guys are, yeah. like you guys are doing, it takes a lot of work, a lot of planning. Yeah, you know, yeah, look, looking at like the Christmas film, for example, mm. we started that in the summer, and it was just a lot of planning, you know, storyboarding. Finding the actors. So, there's all so did you start storyboarding in the summer or had you already storyboarded it and then you started recording it? How did that work? I storyboarded it in my head. <laughs> Maybe like a year before that. So I'd already had this idea. And like, um, and that's, I love doing that. I love like coming up with an idea and then taking it to somebody and being like, look, I've got this fully fleshed idea. This is how it works. This is what it'll, um, it'll look like. Um, what do you reckon? And fortunately, the guys in Shrewsbury, the bid, were liked it just cracked on with it but yeah um helps having a, a like an actual storyboard made so okay be, okay and well i'm learning from, we're making some little vlog it won't be nowhere near to the quality of what you got <laughs> i mean we'll try our best but um uh, well, <laughs> i have an idea what i want to do but yeah. it, to to like say to someone you know to, to use your ideas in your head as direction is not mm. easy so the storyboard idea is a great idea man directing is is the hardest thing for me that i would say is the thing that i i find hardest you know just being able to get what's in your head and and portray that to everybody from like the actors the, the crew the lighting um and usually in a quite a short space of time because, you know, if you set up on on a, sh on a shoot, you've probably got an hour or two mm. in a certain place and you've got to get everything across, everything set up. and it's good to go prepared. The, yeah, make sure the actors know what they're doing. And that is, it is hard. And I think that's one of the, the best things about the, that Christmas video was the lighting because, you know, that scene up in the attic and the, oh, the light really? lights up and stuff, you know. Yeah, that was a big, like, I wanted that to be a big part of it, especially those little lanterns, you know. So they were all, like, custom made. Mm. Um um, somebody, the guy called Dan Noor, um, he's just this lighting magician. He just creates all these battery powered light lights. Mm -hmm. um, I'm take pictures. Of yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've got my new oh. toys to play with now. Um, yeah. So he's just kind of waving at me as about an inch yeah, yeah, in front just, of my face. Yeah. <laughs> zooming in and out. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Um, so Dan Noor no, made these custom lights. Yeah, and then Safi Saffron Russell, who's yeah, you know, yeah, I've interviewed amazing her. illustrator. Um, she made these cool lanterns that they sit, like lanterns that they sit in, and pop some sticks on it, and you're mm. good to go. Yeah, but they look so cool. And you and did you cameras now as well. Like you can film in such low light that you just need these tiny little candle lights to light up this whole scene. Mm. You know, if that's how you want to light it, and it looks ace. It does. It does. Um, but where did you where did you get the story from for this then? Because um, I, I saw that there there is a bit of an explanation of sort of where it all came from. But in your mind, how did you pull it all together? So you had this idea for a year. Like yeah. where did it come from? Oh gosh, I don't know. It's a dream. I don't know. Uh, I, get, I get asked it a lot actually. Um, you think about it in the shower when you're yeah, shopping. You, to be fair, a shower is usually the place where a lot of ideas come. Yeah. Just, you just. 
I'm one of them that like all of a sudden two hours has gone by, I've been in the shower and like, I've got wrinkly fingers and my, my girlfriend's like banging on the door. like, why are you, you always in there for so long? Like I'm, I'm coming up with film ideas. <laughs> I always come up with like these amazing songs and I'm like, oh, why, why have I run out of conditioner? <laughs> I bet your other half loves that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you forget them. These are ma- amazing masterpieces, you know. Mm. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know where it came from. Um, I just love Christmas films. I, I love the idea of like um, um, that kind of yeah, kind of those kind of heroes too. Those protagonists. It's just like kids, you know. That mm. is the best way to to enjoy Christmas is to look through the eyes of like a kid and experience it as a kid because that is how we all think of Christmas, right? We just be kids. Yeah, there's something special. I mean, like what I loved about the lo- the reason I keep bringing up the lighting is because. Mm. we've all been in that situation we've got the, cre- the, the, the tree up in the corner yeah the lights on and you whack the lights off and there's that specific glow oh, you yeah. kind of only get at christmas and that's the kind of feel i got off a feeling i got off the lighting off of, of the attic yeah. and twinkly yeah and it takes you back to when you were a kid and then those sort of feelings you had of excitement of mm-hmm. of the warmth of being around the family i mean even if you've only ever read that a couple of times in your life you'll never forget it yeah absolutely you know and i think you, you, you told that really well yeah, warmth that's a good word to yeah, warmth. It's the general mm. tone of it. Yeah. Um, what was the feedback when when that was released? And uh, you know, I mean, I loved it. I messaged you straight away yeah. at Painted Life, um, and I didn't realize it was you because I've been aware of you for a while. Because did you help Shane Chebsey with the the comic Salopius? Yes, uh, yes, I yes. did. Yeah, yeah, way back. So um, uh, Shane was like, "Oh, we're getting an interview with uh, with Aaron." And I was like, "Okay," and it's never happened. Uh, these things happen all the time. Exactly. Um, so that when I realized it was you, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I think because um, <laughs> I saw you at the um, Sherry's art art fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And like I'd kind of Go pieced on. it together because I saw you with your uh, your mic, and I was like, I know who this guy is. So cringy. It's the biscuit. <laughs> yeah, the biscuit guy. Um, yeah, I've got a hat coming today which says the biscuit guy on it. Uh, that'll do it. So cringy. <laughs> but no, I, I mean I love it. I love that people recognise me and and mm. like you for your work. Have have people reached out and said anything nice about the video? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I got a lot of people just messaging saying they cried which is like i've never had that before and it's like also how do you respond to that like thank you sorry <laughs> <laughs> i told you that I said, you, yeah you said it you were on the first yeah but um it's lovely like it was so positive um it's nice isn't it it's nice to get good feedback because i think a lot of the time i mean a lot of the time when you're doing um online videos you don't really see much of a reaction so you do just get comments or mm. messages but it to, to be able to walk down the street and somebody be like oh i saw the video you know maybe cry like it was so lovely like it made my my christmas start or something like that it's great you know is that those it was that moment when this you stood around the darwin statue and the, the snow just suddenly dropped oh yeah <laughs> that was it i was like oh my god that's beautiful it looks really calm and lovely but this that shoot was pretty chaotic <laughs> It's so cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just with the snow machine, yeah. uh, which uh, was being a bit temperamental. <laughs> and obviously it would only, like, you could only chuck out so much snow before you had to refill it. Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of like, turn it on. Okay, you, run into the snow. Enjoy it. <laughs> Do a spin. Do a spin, quick. <laughs> look happy. I know I'm shouting at you, but look happy. <laughs> I can imagine there's a lot of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's so much to be said for editing. Just get get as many shots as you can and then it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what did I say at the beginning of this podcast? The first time I came to Shrewsbury, I saw the snow. And that, that's yeah. kind of like that moment of, because I've never really felt it. I've never loved where I live and that sounds like a weird place but until mm. I come to Shrewsbury and that, that's kind of like where that came from you know I was kind of like, oh that. wow this is a good place to bring up my kid yeah you know and it that's kind of what got, oh man I'm getting choked now just thinking about it but <laughs> so what's the first uh, sort of when you start making videos mm. for for the mainstream for for the, the localities and mm. festivals things like that. What, when do, where do you start with this where's the first time you make a video where you can go this is what I do mm. um the best advice I can give for anybody like starting out, are you talking about people who've already got the skills? No, you, I mean like what's, I mean, what's the first thing, first thing you made that you're like, Oh, I'm good at this. And then you can use that as a portfolio to say to people I- I'm worth investing in. Ah, oh, the first prop one in Shrewsbury, mm-hmm. uh, I did this, the, the bid actually, um, Oh no, hang on, take a step back. I did this project called the Christmas countdown Shrewsbury, which was 
more of a challenge to myself. And I, was, I just started up, I think I was a year into my business. And mm-hmm. I was like, time to meet some people, time to get the word out, time to kind of um, show what I can do. So it was a, a video every day in December uh, for a different independent shop. And it was like an advent calendar, but films. Um, oh. And it was cool. And I was only charging like 25 quid or something, 50 quid of films so and nothing, nothing much at all. And, and then you could go onto the website and it looked like an advent calendar and you'd, you'd open up the little thing and then a video would play for a different indie shop. And it was just cute. And that's, um, that was lovely because it was such a fun project and I tried to make it as stress-free as possible. It's just like, look, let's just have fun with this. And I think the independent kind of business crowd in Shrewsbury is so strong. Yeah. You know, there's, there's such a great community that that kind of set me up a little bit um and then the bid got in touch uh and asked me to do a, sh- a summer video um so i did the first shrewsbury bid video because it was their first year in wow. being a bid in town and then that that went really well <laughs> and so, then from there i was kind of i was kind of set up so then you have this thing where you can be like yeah that was the one it was like a 50 second video but it was just like the punchiest thing i crammed so much into it, it was like <laughs> Good fun, good fun. Um, I hear so much of, um, you know, I was, who was I talking to yesterday? I was talking to somebody about um, something they'd done for the TV. Yeah. It was a, some BBC thing where they recorded for like an hour and they did all this, that and the other, and then they showed yeah. like 15 seconds of it, I was oh, like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, Eve, are you serious? It's a waste, it seems like a serious waste of time, you know? Is there any of that with you where you... You spend oh, yeah. like like two hours recording something and you got to chop it into like 20 second segments. Oh, totally. That is, um, and that kind of, well, yeah, you try and avoid it because yeah. <laughs> it's also, if it is a job, it's not, it's not worthwhile for the client. If you're spending, oh, you, you know, if you're charging a day's filming and then they get a 15 second video, it's mm-hmm. usually like, well, you don't. I mean, I guess it is part of the job, but, but I mean, it can be. finding that right moment, um, I know it's, it's, cutting it down uh can be like a challenge but I, the thing that I always struggle with is if I do like a community project which has got lots of people in it and lots of actors or extras mm-hmm. and then we have to cut them for whatever reason out of the final film I've had tears I've had people like say my son was so excited to be in the film but the the why what have you done why aren't they in it and I, it's it's heartbreaking but <laughs> it's part of Part of the job. Sometimes Edit you... room floor is brutal. Sometimes you'll be asked to do something, you'll do it, and it won't be... I mean, I used to do... Um, I used to do voices for... Um, on the on the left side, which is a, yeah. a, a very popular sports podcast. It's not about anymore, but Ant McGinley, who created it, very much is. Um, um, he's one of the podcast OGs. But I used to do these impressions for him, like Jürgen Klopp, I used to do all these, you know. Um, but sometimes he'd be like, can you do this? So I'd have a go, because yeah. like, it was like, have a go if you, if you think you can do it. And I'd be like, and I'd do my best. I'd be practicing all day. I'd be messing about with these accents around the house, driving them wife nuts. I'll sit down to do it, record it, send it to him. and be like, yes, I can't wait to listen to this. And he just wouldn't put it in. <laughs> yeah. But it just happens. Brutal. It is, yeah. It, it just happens. Part of you know, it. I accept that. And you can do, yeah, I mean, the amount of times that I've, I've tried stuff and, you know, uh, I love stop motion, anything like that. So Really? The yeah. Ar- Ar- Ardman stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. But like just... Um, yeah, j- j- I'll just try something. And then after about four hours, I'm like, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> it's rubbish. Have you have you tried to do something that you thought was maybe a bit too ambitious or you didn't think was going to look great and it turned out to be actually, wow, this looks amazing. Interesting. Um, good question. I don't know, really. Uh, no, I mean, I, I try, I always try, um, kind of skip dodging your question a bit, but like, I always try and do something a bit, bit new and a bit different in every film so that it always stays a bit fresh you know so yeah that is that is a challenge i think for any creative to you know to keep things fresh and not not go stale um my message my own facebook messenger just going bom, 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 bom. i'm like leave me oh, okay um, but I, I love those sweeping shots that you have you know where you'd be like oh yeah you walk in and you zoom in really quickly and then you slow down again yeah is it, do you have a calling card in in with your in with your footage? Is there something that's like oh that's that's Arab like a child. style? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the good good thing about filmmaking, right? Yeah. Like that um, you can 
quite easily develop a style. Yeah. And even without meaning to, I think. So um, I know there's a handful of other filmmakers in the town too, and they've all got their individual style, yeah, which is good. great. Um, but yeah, I love doing those kind of um, big, wide, kind of like sweeping and speeding up and slowing down. Yeah, yeah. Funky music. Yeah, you've done some funk. stuff like that for... for um Beth as well some of the festival yeah. stuff we've done it just works so well oh that's great I love like I, I always choose the funk as the uh, as the as the music choice but funk I love I like it. some people I like the lo-fi lo-fi music is really good for, for vlog music totally yeah, yeah yeah good beat as long mm. as you've got a good beat to edit to you know i can just listen to that anyway sometimes i'll be like trying to sample music and i'm, I'm listening around for music and i'll just be like oh mm. i'm not going to use it but let's just oh yeah <laughs> let's take a second there like oh that's not bad yeah 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 <laughs> um editing for you um mm. is it something that you enjoy or is it just one of those those ball busting things you've got to do and you just get on with it because some people I know really love editing Mm -hmm. it's like some satisfaction of breaking things down and making something work totally what is it like for you it's so they're so different those two sides of the business like filmmaking is like actually going out and filming being sociable like being really active you know you're throwing yourself around a lot of time trying to get to, to get the shots you want and then the polar opposite is sitting behind a desk in completely on your own, staring at a screen, editing. So, um, but for me, I quite like that balance because <clears throat> there are some days when I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to shut myself off and just like edit and just um, hyper focus on that. But then there's other days when I'm like, damn, I need to, I need to get out, like see mm. people, and actually like feel a bit more alive. So I like that balance. Hard keeping it like even. Um, I find it really. I mean, if 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 you're being paid for it, I guess there's the motivation there. But I find it hard to motivate myself. Yes. Sometimes I've got um, I've got a podcast to release tomorrow, which I will edit tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll edit and release it in the afternoon because my my schedule's nuts anyway at the moment. But like, it's trying to fit things in. But it's trying to find out. Uh, you've got to sometimes ignore like you'll switch off for a bit haven't you yeah recharge your batteries and yes. i haven't had the opportunity to do that this week not at all and oh, eternal's just been released on the um on disney plus yes, it has. so t- <laughs> tomorrow night i'll be enjoying that um uh, yeah so what, what is it you, you do to sort of recharge your batteries and make yeah. it so that it's easier for to go to go back into editing mode and motivate yourself i've got i've this year actually i've got a hack now oh i love a hack i love a good hack yeah well like with editing right there's a lot of exporting and waiting like, you know, you'd be waiting for 20 minutes for something to just bounce out. Um, and that's like 20 minutes. Okay, what do I do with that? And so I've, I love music and I've always been into music and I play music. And so. I've oh, just, really? What do you play? Um, a bit of this, a bit of that. Get a guitar, okay. saxophone, like to sing. Ooh. I like to like play that. a bit of drums. Um, but I've just, um, as, as another form of a kind of creative outlet that isn't work, I've invested in some kind of. You know, some a little bit of recording kit. Only like the, the bare minimum, just to kind of get some songs down. But yeah, I'll, um, it'll it's just a nice break away from editing that kind of really linear um, focus of just like drag that, put that on that, put that on that. Um, to making some music, which is a totally like it just opens everything up and you can just explore. Like, do you like to just mind. slap at the bass, or do you, <laughs> or you know? Uh, uh, or do you like to play other, other like songs that you learn new songs that you know? I am rubbish at learning songs. Like, so you like to make your own things. Oh, That's yeah. what I mean by slap it. Just like yeah. some people just like bum, 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 but you know, just just ad lib some music. Yeah, that's it. Like, um, yeah, I'm rubbish at remembering lyrics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I love improvising. I love just like messing around. Um, actually, the only reason I wanted to get into it because every Christmas I give Alana, my other half, a music video not public nobody sees it probably shouldn't say about it it's a bit embarrassing no it's not it's beautiful (laughs) that's really nice made up of footage just from the year because um she's ace and she usually steps in as my actor for for projects Uh, oh that's really she's very good at it which is why not just because she's there promise yeah but there's (laughs) (laughs) i've had that before as well i mean uh timmy um and, and kaz have been very brilliant with like we did stuff with the folk festival and stuff and where they were there where they were ever present my wife holding cameras carrying yeah. stuff and helping me out and 
you know, a big shout out to people that are creators that have have like spouses that follow them around Absolutely. and are supportive because yeah. you know, it's it's a busy life. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really I mean, is. friends and people who will because a lot of the time you they can see that you're just like you're a bit hectic. If I'm sure it's the same for you, but for me, if I'm on a shoot and I've got all these all this kit, yeah. um, and a lot of the time friends and like family will come along and just be there just to like just hang out and just help you with it and i don't think they get enough praise like you said because no, no. it's it's helped so much and i think sometimes it's easy to overlook that but yeah, yeah. grateful for you guys yeah <laughs> and, and you know what you know talking about <laughs> my kid leon was with us with the battle of shrewsbury and i was like right we've got the studio here here's a task cam go and get some interviews for me yeah. off you go and he did he really enjoyed himself Love it. That's really nice. um but when it comes to um shooting a short sort of video about i don't know the food festival or something yeah how do you decipher how what you're going to make that short snappy yeah with so much noise around you yeah that is a good question uh i mean the fundamentals of a good film of any film um like a promo like a short promo is just variety and that's a variety of shots so wide shots you can see everything super close up so you can see like i don't know if somebody's making some food you see them like um making a panini or something mm. for instance and then those mid shots and those people shots and like getting people to really like you know getting people to interact with the camera and just having a laugh I mean, mm. it's just trying to make it feel like you're there you know so you oh that's good really good make you feel like you're there yeah see a lot of my vlogs are usually like me walking in front of the camera like hey guys <laughs> um which is which is great and everything but like the stuff that you do is is tells a story i mean like you know camera's facing the other way for me yeah i don't film myself well that's <laughs> how i'm gonna do the this 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 the, the, the seller stuff is mm. i'm not gonna actually be on in front of the camera because like i i i belong behind a, a microphone um in that circumstance behind the camera um and i'm gonna i'll narrate it yeah i'll be like chris shurik is an urban explorer from <laughs> i won't <laughs> Are do you gonna film chris like walking through i don't know what we're gonna do yet i need to i need to speak to you mm. after we finish this about storyboarding something like that yeah, and making yeah. sure that we can get to a place and get it done and then i need to organize lighting as well yeah. i'd imagine going down there is going to be quite difficult with lighting any sort yeah. of cellar you know because it's an enclosed space yeah you know? get yourself some decent leds that you battery powered uh, okay right we can we can sort that out but you know and do you get to um mentor any sort of young filmmakers coming through as people get involved because i know you're just starting off your path really mm. you know with painted life and you know it's been around since what 20 well 10 years actually oh right okay <laughs> but i did um well i i was doing a lot of work in oswald street for a couple of years so when you first moved over okay. i wasn't really around shrewsbury much um but just basically just got back into shrewsbury films recently uh, okay and, yeah so you've, you've been doing it quite a bit so yeah does anybody come up to you like oh aaron can you help me out with this can you give me yeah mentoring it's, it's tough it's always been tough because i i really want to be able to do that and actually this year is the year that i'm i I'm actively trying to do more of that. Um, I'm hoping, actually, it's kind of like under the radar, but I'm hoping to set up a, a, a proper studio um, this year. Cool. Um, but a, a space for people to use, you know, a space for to kind of work with um, creatives, whether it's filmmakers, photographers, like digital artists, because mm. there's a lot of people... Uh, they've got amazing skills and I, I know personally from experience like my family are amazing artists um but something you're not generally taught in any form of education is business skills or business business management amen brother right amen. like it's not uh -huh. thought at all and like just that guidance i mean more on top of that i mean as well as like taxes and stuff like that which is terrifying um actually I how to deal with people actually had to communicate sell yourself all that stuff yeah um and i i took it's taken me 10 years but i think i've kind of figured out now. and i can't i want i really want to be able to help people who mm. were like i was oh you got a business to run as well and you know it's not easy the biz the biscuit is a, is a company and oh, i yeah. thought because we're cic i just thought you create the company and mm. just leave it and crack on because we hadn't actually earned any money until we we've, until recently yeah we were, we were a, a company for a year 
hadn't earned anything. So I thought, well, we don't have to do anything, do we? Yeah. But then they were like, oh, no, 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 no. You need to do this and you need to do that and you need to do your tax returns. And I was like, what? We've earned nothing. And we're like, no, you still need to. <laughs> yeah. All that sort of stuff. It's, it's a good still, idea. Still got to fill it in. Yeah. And, you know, when you say a studio space for creatives, mm-hmm. I feel like Shrewsbury is crying out for that. You know, we're talking at the beginning of this podcast about mm-hmm. how Shrewsbury's developing into this creative hub. Yeah. Oh, we need to do something to nurture that. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> Just, um, I mean, there are a lot of uh, spaces that also act as like a cool community space for creatives. Most of the coffee shops have yep. got great regulars that go mm-hmm. in and that's, you know, that's where they meet. I know you go to the coffee house quite a lot. Yeah. Coffee uh, house, a house coffee, mm-hmm. um, Ginger daily Co, brews. Awesome. The, I mean, there's so many. So, yeah. and, like, I, I'd love a, I'd love a place, right, where... Like if somebody was like, I'm setting up a business and I need stuff. I don't know what I need, right? Photos, videos, website. They could just pop in and just chat to someone friendly and just see like what the town's got to offer. Like there's all these people mm. and just help facilitate that, make it happen. Well, Oswald Street's got open spaces, which I've been to a couple of times. Open which, space studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got like this space where if you want to use it, mm. they'll let you use it. And um, yeah. I feel like we could do something like that in Shrewsbury. Totally. We could make some money. <laughs> Should we do yeah. it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's open up our own studios. Let's do it. Um, because we do, you know, there's so much space that's being unused in Shrewsbury at the moment. It's crazy to think that this town is trapped up in this loop of, of the river, yeah. but yet there's so much space to use still. You know, there's empty shops, there's places above places. I know. I imagine. What like, freaks me out is like the stuff behind the buildings on the street. Yeah. Right, you think that that is the town, right? So you walk down the high street and there's the, all the shop fronts. But there's like 10 times that amount of space behind mm. those shop fronts. Yeah. Oh, what's in them? Like, who owns them? <laughs> How do we get in them? I guess that's kind of what you and yeah. you and Chris are like looking at, right? Yeah, well, it's it's more about sort of getting get, getting pe- giving people the opportunity to look in places where they can't go. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, they've got this amazing like uh, basement space apparently underneath the, the uh, museum. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, and yeah. so if we create a poster with a QR code where you go mm. scan it, bam, and then you get a video of this place you cannot go yeah. to. Dude, you know what would be cool? Having like a um, 360 degree camera down there and almost like turn it into a VR uh, thing. Yeah, so, so can, people... And then you look, you can turn around, you look at the, the space as if you're in it. Yeah, that's a good idea too. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Get yourself uh, one of them cameras. They're very expensive, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they are. But uh, I, oh, I'd love, I really want to get into 360 degree stuff. I think it'd be ace. That's a great segue into my next question, which is how do you keep up to date with the modern day equipment? I mean, we're just looking at yeah. my fancy new camera, which... Um, I love it. Uh, it's, it's great, but I had to do so much research to make sure I was getting the right one. So yeah. I imagine you're having to do an awful lot because, yeah. especially working with drones and, and cameras mm. and mics and stuff. That's the thing, like everything that is, all these cameras and drones or whatever, they update every six months. And yeah. then it's like, the new best thing, you have to have this new one. It's so much better than the others. And you're like, I just bought the other one. <laughs> uh, but there's, there's, yeah, it's tricky. But I think there is now, most cameras are at that certain level where it's like, they're amazing. I mean, mm. Most cameras do 4K now. And you think about the videos where they're being watched on YouTube or on Facebook. But on your phone, you don't, you can't see more than 1080p. Like there's not enough pixels on the yeah. phone. So you're not even seeing the amount of quality that you're filming. Um, which is always that weird thing is like, okay, well, I'm going to film it to be the best quality. But you know that it's never going to end up at that as that at the end. Yeah, unless so, people are watching on their TVs at home. Yeah, right. Very- <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> but that is something I'd love to do is like have this... Um, kind of almost like a mini cinema like screening room so imagine like a a bride and groom who get their wedding video um and they can come and have this like private screening get a bit of prosecco watch it on the big screen and like actually experience their wedding film for the for the first time like properly and not on their phone or on a laptop because damn that'd be cool right absolutely i mean any film any photo any photo slideshow a great idea Maybe the the, the the old the old market hall. Maybe we can you can speak to them and be like, eh. yeah, that's true. They're lovely there too. I've They're really good. Yeah. Really good. We recorded a, a, an interview there. I love the sound of coffee shops. Even when I do get a studio eventually, one point one day. There's yeah. so many people like I need to get a studio. Um, 
when I do, I'm still going to probably use coffee shops oh, to record yeah. in because I love that clinking and the even the coffee grinder. Daily Brews, right? We sat literally where you are now, that where my wedding picture is there, is it would be where the bar was and where they were making coffee and serving. So it was a queue of people where you, behind you now. Yeah. And it was noisy. Yeah. Um, and it was beautiful. I love that. That know? all comes back to like this immersion. Like when you're watching something or listening to something, I think you want to feel like you're there with them. Mm. So if you feel like you sat in a coffee shop, I love that, you know, environment and that sound. I think most people um, choose to go to a coffee shop for that. You yeah, know, maybe to, without even thinking, but that sound, you know, the ambiance is like. When I'm editing amazing. stuff, I like to find a coffee shop sometimes, and I will just sit there and disappear for like two hours. I'm like, got my headphones on, yeah, and I can just about feel that coffee shop vibe, the people hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. I am not paying attention to anybody around me. In fact, someone will probably have to physically tap me <laughs> on my shoulder. I'll be like, oh, hello, yeah, you're right it's there. closing time. Like- I just love being around that, that that kind of vibe. You know, you'll you'll find me <laughs> most. Not most days, but every, at least once a week, in-house coffee in Colum. Yeah. Um, just sitting there, beasting away at some editing project. I guess. Probably where I'm going to go tomorrow, to be fair, to yeah. my podcast. <laughs> yeah, do it. It's nice there, isn't it? Um, is there anything... Uh, it's one of the most cliche questions, especially when you ask, like, bands or actors or, you know, mm. what's your influence, you know? But, like, when it comes to filmmakers, an influence is actually really important. You know, it's kind of like, what are you going to take from... Are you mm. gonna Are you gonna go for the Kevin Smith kind of uh, <laughs> rugged black and white look? Are you yeah. gonna go for the Al- Alfred Hitchcock kind of? Uh, is there anything you look at and you feel like I need to be influenced? I'm gonna go back and look at that. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the the whole idea is to take influences from everything you see, yeah. right, and just pull and pull bits that you like. Um, um, in terms of like a style, like I I don't get the chance to do short films or like um really creative uh just films that often mm-hmm. um but i'd like to that to change i'd like to have more do more advertising that is short film vibes you know storytelling where that comes in more and like the christmas film i think i literally rewatched aladdin to look at the genie i rewatched um jumanji for like all those kind of um that drumming in the attic type of mm-hmm. vibes um oh that's a good show you know what i mean like there's there's all these things you're like oh this this idea reminds me of something i'm gonna go back and watch that film that it's in and see how they did it and like why why in that film did the sound design work so well or why how did they create that suspense or something like that Mm. um i think it's good to do that yeah I mean, like the idea of my my cellar thing is very much. It's got sound like a really weird. If you've ever yeah, wait, seen, tell it, me your weird idea. It's going to be a weird. It's a weird shout, but Bar Rescue, which is one of my favorite things to watch on Amazon. If you've never seen Bar Rescue, Bar Rescue. find it. Bar Rescue. It's a bit like um, um, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, right? right? So you got John Taffer, who's like this cute. He's, he's run like eight hundred bars and around the world. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. like one of the the biggest, and he'll turn up to some dive bar and he'll be like, "Oh my." God, what is this? What is this food? He'd do the, the Gordon Ramsay thing, but he swears he gets in their face. Yeah, He's yeah. thrown pints in people's faces yeah. when when um, there's, there's this girl, this guy, his bar is like like crashing around his feet, like, mm-hmm. and he's sat at the bar chatting up, being really sleazy to these girls, like while his wife is working on the backside off, and, and he walks up and he goes, he goes, shame on you, shame on you, and throws a drink in his face. Oh, <laughs> but there's this there's this really actually like really cool sort of build up, like. This bar is said is Mr. Pasadena. Yeah. It's X amount of square feet, and it has this, that, and the other. And they do this amazing. I'd love something like that for yeah. what we're gonna do. Yeah. But this place is situated in front of the castle, you know. And then yeah. this spin sort of, and then you have. That's where I'm gonna get my influence from. I so like it. I'm gonna go back yeah. and watch a couple. Of the, the, the whole long-winded point of saying that is that I'm gonna do what you just did. Yeah. Go back and watch a few of those episodes and that's it takes Take some pointers, you know. I mean, documentaries in general, because that's kind of what this is. It's documentary vibe, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, um, there's some awesome, there's some awesome different style documentaries. You got your classic um, ones, like what's his name with the glasses? Oh, uh, Louis Theroux. Louis Theroux. Yeah. Louis Theroux. Yeah. Very classic. Very like um, fly on the wall. But then there's this guy um, who's released one at, recently, and it's called The Dark Tourist. It's on Netflix. Is that the one where they went to um, 
Yeah, I saw all that. over the place. They go to Colombia, Chernobyl, go... and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like that is there's a hint Japan? of comedy in that, mm. which is really subtle, but like it's amazingly well done. And yeah, have a little watch of that, like to get some inspiration, maybe. Tiger King as well. <laughs> Tiger King <laughs> is just one of the. Like, I just finished watching season two of Tiger King, and I'm like, yeah. what? I was. I don't understand how. This is the thing that this is the whole. It just keep, it just keeps going. That's yeah, mad, isn't it? It's just nuts. Well, yeah, yeah. I interviewed Carol Baskin a few weeks ago, and I did. Did you actually? She, yeah, she came Stop on my it. podcast. Really? I did. Um, and we made you're a superstars, point. Superstars, you're right, man. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the biscuit, of course, but for, sure. for, for you, suck. Uh, we we spoke to her, and it caused so much divide, man. Mm. Um, our friends were not happy. A lot of them went. Why would you speak to her? And that's, that's why it's popular. That's why all of those that show is like so good because it creates comments and creates conversation mm. and it's not like it's dynamite you throw into a fire that's what it is freaking polarizing man mm. that's that's it that is where a lot of viral stuff comes from uh, we you know we made the point of not to bring up don uh not to bring up mm. the, the even the, the netflix stuff in general we talked about conservation and you know and she openly said like uh, nice uh, her goal is to put herself out of business you know if if, if she stops people from uh, sort of breeding tigers and lions and stuff like that. Yeah, and she doesn't have; they don't have to come to her place. Yeah, that's what she wants to do. It was, it was interesting, anyway. But but where's the body there? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and somebody, people, like, did you ask her the questions? Like, no, no, no. We wanted to come back on the show, maybe at some point. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't want to and sh- rub her up the wrong way. We're not, we're not friends on LinkedIn and stuff. It's quite cool. Amazing. <laughs> really weird. Really, really weird, Paul. I'll, but, I'll come over and you uh, go visit her on a ranch. But <laughs> film you. I don't think I'll. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Um, but no. Yeah. Influence is very important. Is there, is there, is there um, shock places where you found inspiration? Places where you didn't expect to, to sort of like, oh my god, light bulb moments. You know those things. Good question again. Hmm. Uh, these are these are very like. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to do my interviews as like a discussion. And at the moment, I'm kind of like, it's like Parkinson. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I used to like um, trawl through like um, just like viral videos and stuff. And just especially like um, just cool adverts that went viral, you know, like. Um, TikTok is a good thing. It's yeah. a good place because like you're saying, like we're in the TikTok era. Yeah, and I used to love vines. I love that you've made the yeah, old the old seven kind of second is, videos right? and stuff, right? Yeah, um, and I, I love how creative some people can be. One of the, one of the greatest example is weird, Paul. One of the greatest examples of short storytelling, which you I don't know if it, it, Rick and Morty, right? <laughs> yeah, Morty's yeah. mind blowers, right? Is there's an episode where they squeezed in all of these tiny little stories, some of which have told like twenty seconds at a time, yeah, yeah. and they tell all of these stories for one episode. This is, I reckon yeah. what the episode is what twenty six minutes long, something like that, and they tell all these amazing stories. That's a real skill. Yeah, they are real huge Ellen skill. Experts, those guys. Yeah, and I feel like it's because we're living in this era of these short, snappy videos. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's you, you kind of. When I first started out making films, it was pretty new, like making videos and putting it out there, especially yeah. like adverts or little things online, because Facebook wasn't that old. You know, there was a, it was only a couple of years after you could actually watch films on your phone that I was making films. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, so it was quite new and people would like pay attention. You'd put a film out online and people would be like, whoa, yeah, cool. I'll watch this for 10 minutes, see what it's about. Um, but now it's like uh, everywhere. And, and there's so many um, so sponsored videos too, right? So yeah. that is the problem you get now is that um, anybody can make something awesome. And put it online but if you don't pay to sponsor it it doesn't get seen and that's because everybody else is paying so if if out of like a hundred people um 95 people are paying to sponsor it well sponsor their videos like that five those five people are gonna be at the bottom of the list mm. so no one's gonna see their stuff because of all that other stuff that's getting forced in front of you mm. and it's not it's just the game though it's part of the game um and the social media algorithms have been a, a huge battle for a lot of content creators out there. Totally. And I'm actually, this year, I'm leaning more towards YouTube. For the first time ever, as in, I really want to help people make YouTube channels. Because that's the one platform, right, where 
people give me a hand if you like. Yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs> but, but the thing is, we've got like 30, 30 subscribers for the biscuit thing, but I'll release yeah. a video and it'll get, I don't know, hundreds, sometimes thousands of views. It's yeah, really true. weird how that works. Yeah, yeah. But you know? that's the thing, it's, it's searchable stuff, right, YouTube? So yeah. Keywords, yeah. Yeah, it's making, it's called evergreen content. So it's like um, making something that is always relevant, that somebody somewhere at some point will be wondering the question to. Whatever mm. it is, it's like, oh yeah, I wonder what the answer is to that. And then it just comes up straight away. It's a, it's a search uh, index, mm. you know, unlike TikTok or whatever, like you'll never find a video again if you post that up, and, mm. you know, um, it's gone in a week. Yeah. Same with um, Instagram and Facebook. It's tricky, mm. you know. But and that's that's really hard, isn't it, to keep something up there? And yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's really cool that you can just pin posts on Facebook. That's great. Yeah. But like you said, the algorithms are very much against you unless you're paying for it. You know. Yeah, and it's just the game because I know a lot of people that do, you know, they they work with um, Facebook ads a lot, and it mm. works amazingly. But it's kind of like, uh, yeah, you spend a lot of money, and it works out really well. Mm. If you want, if you want to go down that route, <laughs> it's just um, so that evergreen content, something that yeah. is just naturally, organically attractive, is just yeah. Just and you can make really, a community, right? Like yeah. that's what I like about YouTube. Is there is um, you you can just build a community and it just gets bigger and bigger, um, and you can you can really connect with a specific audience, you know, your yeah. audience, mm. um, and you're not trying to appeal to everybody, mm. you know. I think I feel like there is that. Um, feeling with social media, Facebook and Instagram, TikTok or whatever, just to like, y you need to make something that everybody likes and goes viral. Like mm. that one video that like, yes, this is going to catch fire. But I think it's way better just to look, just to grow your circle, just to have some really people that you really, that really love what you're doing, that mm -hmm. really understand what you're doing. You, for instance, I know you've got a, a great core following, like people love it. Mm. Um, it's just growing that. There's going to be, there's, you can stretch all across the world. There's people that will feel the same way. It is, it's a difficult thing to do, but it's not if you've put some real time into it. You know, there's a lot of people out there that you're right. There's so much noise out there at the moment, but it's, there's a lot of people that want it now, you know, yeah. and that's when you get all the, the, uh, the, the link, the links, posts in your comments and stuff. Mm. I hate, I hate that. Don't, if you're ever going to start a podcast or a YouTube channel, I think don't just randomly drop links into people's like comment threads yeah. and things like that. It's disgusting. I hate it. <laughs> like it's, it's like, you're not even having a conversation with someone. You're like, no. please watch my YouTube video. <laughs> like and share. Like, and share. I hate all that stuff because yeah. it's all got to be organic. I mean, if you, if you, if you made something, it's terrible, which I have definitely made terrible things. Um, and it, it doesn't work. Um, then go out and make something better. That's yeah. what I say. Mm. That's not me being horrible. That's actually a solid yeah, model. Yeah, totally. Keep making it. Keep being consistent. And it's what you're doing. You're yeah. just smashing it out, you know? Well, I don't know. Every I mean, day you're, you're making stuff and just putting it out there. It's so good. It's it's all about, I'm learning at the moment, it's, it's definitely quality over quantity. Because like, with, with especially with the mm. USUC stuff, I was making so much. There was... You suck the weekly bazaar, and there was you suck. Uh, what's the difference? And then there was you suck live, and there's yeah. this, that, the other. And I was kind of like, it wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah, it's like consistency, um, but it's got to be of a certain mm -hmm. number. Yeah, you know, it's it's all. Yeah, you don't want to let yourself down. It's also difficult when you, you live in a place like Shrewsbury with the Shrewsbury biscuit, as far as this is concerned, because <laughs> so, so over Christmas it was just nuts. Like, yeah. But I was I getting like two or three press releases every day. Yeah, man. Little things that we can join do. Yeah. I was releasing a podcast. Uh, there was like three or four podcasts being released a week, and it was just a, yeah. I oversaturated my channel. So if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, oh, I could really do some stuff to listen to while I paint the house, or when I when I do this when I walk the dog, there is so much in the back catalogue of the shoes and biscuit right yeah. now that you can go back and listen to because That's awesome. I kind of scut scuppered my own ship, you know, by releasing so much stuff. But I had to because there was so much yeah. to cover, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't yeah. think more means, you know, is, is, a, is a bad thing at all. And mm. like, uh, there is there is that opportunity to go back and le listen to stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's, it's not going anywhere. Exactly. Hmm. Um, what is there anything you're working on at the moment that you can tell us about, or the stuff that's uh, kind of, I know, I mean. I'm 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 really bad to work with because they're like, right, Alex, we're working on this thing now. Don't say anything. Don't That's tell anybody. It, I'm like, mm. well, I I I get that, and like, I always wonder how much to hold. You know, how, how close to hold your cards to your chest for the phrase. Yeah, yeah. Um, how much to give away? And I got some advice recently. Was like, um, talk about your ideas. You know, um, 
don't be too cagey because you can always have more ideas. Mm. That's the thing. Like, just have conversations with people. But so. ha- have you ever told someone an idea and they've made something so similar or is it an idea oh, yeah. that you've had that you wanted to do and you're like, oh, I wanted to do that. That is the tricky thing, isn't it? But I think also by talking about stuff, you're holding yourself accountable and it's mm. like, okay, the, the word's out there now. I've got to do this. I gotta right, make, yeah. yeah, exactly. And if somebody else beats you to it, it was like, damn, it was too slow. Like if, um, yeah, it's, it's tough, but hopefully you surround yourself with a community that doesn't, um, doesn't do that but this this studio idea is is what i've been kind of working on this month i've got a few viewings this week really um i'm just trying to find that space who are you going to surround yourself with that is it just for you or is it for other no, creators not at all like and that's this is kind of what um you were saying as well it's um it's so important to make a, a community right yeah and there right there is already this incredible artistic creative community mm-hmm. um and there's a there's a great digital artist community too which you don't see a lot of because, well, you know, it's it's online, I suppose. Mm. Um, so I just want I just want to help a bit more, and I have. How cool would it be, right, to have a, a studio with, with like a bunch of different sets, mm. right? So people can just rock up, come in. The cameras are already there, lights are already there, mics are already set up. Just come in, just film something, crack on, and then there's a, there's a a bunch of people there who can edit it or you know we i can pair people up to to help them like a network yeah yeah totally totally network just a a community where everybody can kind of i'd love to be involved with someone like that you know me totally totally man Um, because like um... i mean podcasting in general is you've got the skills now you've Mm. got the kit you can you can share this knowledge with people yeah yeah. i know loads of people who want to start a podcast but they're like well why do i start so share it man do a workshop one of my sponsors messaged me last night was like uh Starting a podcast. Oh, can you help me out? I was like, absolutely. Yes. Where should we start? You know, yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine as well, a well-known photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't mention his name because it might embarrass him. But like, um, oh. he 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 messaged me. He's like, I'm I'm starting a YouTube channel. What what cameras, what mics and stuff? And I was like, yeah. okay. People do ask. Yeah. You know, they do. Um, and we're going to be doing something at a kids fest, which I'm, you know, you're saying about mm. holding yourself accountable. Well, we've had the green light for this, so this is what's going to happen. Sweet. Uh, Kids Fest, which is, oh my gosh, when's Kids Fest? Uh, we're going to be, uh, I had this idea of putting a studio together with Amy mm-hmm. and we're getting young voices out there. So we're going to get some um, some guest presenters of a younger age for the Shoes of Biscuit and get them yeah, speaking man. to younger people and try and sort of pass on the torch because I feel like podcasts have got this, this real tacky sort of reputation at the moment. There's mm-hmm. lots of movies and TV and stuff that always have the... the the school nerd or something walking around with a microphone yeah. want to be on my podcast they even did it on um, was it Dawn of Justice or Justice League where they had some kid going to oh, Superman yeah. want to be on my podcast and I was just like don't <laughs> make some, some film just make a cool podcast please like, you you try and portray someone like Joe Rogan in the light like that and yeah. see how far you get you know there's some amazing podcasts you can, anyway um, I wanted to sort of encourage people to communicate and use this as a, as a way of yeah. sort of journaling has become a new thing now where people are writing things down, keeping things intact, you know, Absolutely. and, um, this is that, this is what, this is for, yeah, for, for yeah. therapy. It's really good. And, you mm. know, uh, ad lib skills, but yeah, kids fest, we're going to set up a studio. I'll get the dates for, we'll What's share the post. What, what are you thinking? What's it going to look like? Um, I've got, a, a, that's probably what that thing was. I got a, a bottle marquee, a, nice. a six, a six meter, square marquee Sweet. so we can set up a studio uh, i've got a new table coming today so i've got two tables mm-hmm. marquee you've got banners coming so we can be anywhere we can be at any festival yeah. and we can speak to bystanders we can set up so like we, you know we go to the food festival we can organize time slots for for chefs to come and speak to us you know it's going to yes. be amazing this is what we were supposed to do in 2020 yep yeah, yeah. and we couldn't <laughs> yeah that's, you know it's ace i think so, that's lovely too um so like if 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 we had a studio space, I don't necessarily need a studio. We do, we did have the parade. We had like a unit that we, we mm. use, an empty unit. But like somewhere I can just take my equipment and set up record, yeah, you know? Too right. And that's what every creator needs in Shrewsbury. Oh, I reckon, right? Yeah, I do think so. And yeah. also like, it'd be nice to have a little kind of communal workspace. Yeah. You know? I mean, I know they've got Participate. Yes. Um, which is amazing. And I know that's going, mm. which is going to be a huge shame. I've recorded there before and I've made some great connections there as well. Right, yeah. Um, places like that are just invaluable oh totally yeah because it is um i think it's 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 can be a very lonely business if you're if you're self-employed or if you're like um one-man band or whatever yeah yeah. um you've got your support network around you but having people 
in a similar industry or a similar kind of like creative career, it's great because you'd be like, oh, I've got this really specific problem that I've been having or like, yeah. how the frick do I price for this specific thing? Like, you I've, know? I've talked a lot about that at Drawn actually mm. to some of the younger artists. Yeah. And it was one of those things I kept talking about. And the more I talked about it, it's kind of, there's a deep philosophy behind it, actually. When you think about it, like you come out of, you come out of college or university, whatever, you've got yeah. this new skill, you're making movies or you're an artist, whatever. Mm. How do you price yourself? Yeah. How do you know what you're worth? And that's oh man, that scary, is, that I That's the biggest question. And also having um, enough conviction in yourself to be like, yes, I am worth this amount. And I know that is the hardest like obstacle for so many people. And it doesn't matter if you have people saying, you are worth this this much. You've got to feel it yourself before you can actually charge it. Yeah, And yeah, it's that whole imposter syndrome, isn't it? You know, feeling like, you know, I, I feel like I'm ripping somebody off. But you're not. Like, and so much of the time it's like, <laughs> you're undercharging, man. Like, bump it up. I mean, I hate to talk about... I feel like I've been really braggy because this, this piece of kit here, the, the, the pod track, PA, I put on Facebook the other day. I was like, oh my God, they got this amazing piece of kit. And it's really crass to do normally. But like the, the, the battles and yeah. the, the journey I've had to get all this equipment and, and, and the, whatever. But no, man, it's good it was one of imposter yeah. syndrome. What you're just talking about. Yeah. Not valuing yourself. No, I deserve this. You, you, know? Deserve and I, it, you know, you know, have you had those moments where you're having a negotiation when it comes to price and you've sort of clenched your eyes and you've gone, I want, amount and you, they've gone okay and you've gone what <laughs> because that happened yeah. to me recently and i was like oh, okay okay yeah. this is happening you know it's good well you you do you know you never want a pricing negotiation to be a battle and like a back and forth you want to be like oh, let me figure it out yeah this is what i'm worth and you want them to be like okay great that should be how it goes and it if it doesn't, then there's something wrong. Mm. It's usually not your fault. <laughs> it's, no, it's no. that somebody else is underappreciating you. Mm. Um, I, I believe that. But I, if there's one thing I can do this year is that I'd love to like change people's mindsets a little bit about how much they're worth and be able to actually sell that and be happy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it is, yeah, it's a tricky one. Well, um, I'm, I'm I'm very excited about this idea of, of creating a communal studio. So if there's anything yeah. I can do to sort of help any co- people you want me to speak to or anything. Please, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the, I'm not keeping this a secret because I want as much help as possible. And mm. I, want, I want people to come in and tell me what they, how they want the space to be, how they want it to look. Mm. This, this isn't just for me. Obviously, I'll uh, use it, but it's... It's hey, there's a lot of offices different. that have sent their workers home and they haven't come back yet. Do you know what I mean? There's I probably a lot, lot, lots of office space that's going to be available on Shrewsbury soon. Yeah. And probably places that are probably a bit more accessible. I love town. Don't mm. get me wrong. I think it's amazing. But maybe there's places that's a bit more accessible. Yeah. Nice big car park or something, you know? That would like, be nice. Yeah. That parking is like a dream at the moment. It's like, mm, might not happen. But <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Well, Aaron, I, I feel like the ice is well and too properly broken now with this with this so i'm i'm really happy that we've done this today yeah um, me too man it's so good to properly chat with you yeah you know? and you're welcome on any time genuinely um do it and uh, where can people get in touch with you if they want to commission you are you taking commissions at the moment or are you uh, i i am for you know um i i'm kind of like i said this month is quite gentle for me because it is i think it's so important right to just have a bit of time to figure stuff out yeah figure what you're doing so this month is quiet but i'm taking stuff on from february onwards mm-hmm. so yeah but you can get in touch with me on my website so paintedlife.co.uk drop me a little message you're on facebook as well on instagram yeah. all, you know yeah. not Painted tiktok <laughs> on tiktok nope no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Snapchat me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. to speak to you um, I need to give my my website a plug as well guys um, I think I'm a couple of weeks behind with, with uh, updating the content but normally our content is available on our website and you can press play right from the website and it'll play it it's very very easy um, and that's uh, shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk and that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. So if you're looking for a website, make sure you, you check out Web Orchard. They will make a beautiful website just for you. Um, and um, yeah, we, we, we are going to be getting involved with a lot of events very soon. But if you do want to come on the show, 
if you know somebody who wants to come on the show, uh, I am looking at uh, a, a scheduling app where you can just literally book in and it will send me a notification. Like, ah, I'm speaking to this person on this day. And that's how that will work. Um, but you can also uh, email me, uh, which is shoeswithbiscuitpodcast at gmail.com. I want to hear from you if you want to come on the show, especially, especially if you have a community project and you're going out there and helping your local community. You get straight to the front of the queue for that. So get in touch. Aaron, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been great. Lovely. I'm going to mix in my uh, my outro now and try not to giggle as I do it. I can't believe we did that at the beginning of the episode, Excited. but uh, here we go. So catch you later, guys. Peace out.